Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is January 15th. 2011, and uh, this is a wonderful day here uh, with you. I'm calling. We're on here today from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia has been the the city of uh, that has not moved (laughs) for the last five days. Yesterday was actually one of the first full days that Atlanta was up and moving because we had an absolutely terrible ice storm that uh, froze up all the major highways, all the major roads, and it was just a hot mess, and well, actually a cold mess. And I'm just thankful today to be able to, to do this show and come to you and just let you know how much I enjoy doing this show. This is labor of love for me, and I don't take you for granted. I love each and every one of you. And before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of his spirit. People, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in today. We're going to, today is a very special show to me. Uh, as you all know, I'm a avid dreamer, visionary, and go-getter. And today we honor a dreamer, a visionary, and a go-getter. We are, today we're going to, today's show we're going to honor the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. So we're going to have some some uh, clips today of, of some of his speeches, and also some some uh, I'm going to give you some uh, inspirational nuggets to take home as well. Um, but before we get started, what I want to do is this: I um, I'm going to play a motivational. Actually, let me take that back. We're going to go to an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back.
to see things before everybody else sees them. You see the horizon before anybody else sees them, and, and as a result, many times you're going to get flogged for it. You're going to get hit for it, and people may you know talk about you, and people may you know you may lose friends over it. And when you hear me saying certain things, or you see some of my Facebook updates, it's not me saying that I I, I don't want my friends to be around me, or that I don't want people that I love to be around me. What I'm saying is that there's a spiritual battle that I know for a fact that I'm facing right now, that I'm fighting right now. I'm in the middle of it. And a lot of times you'll see me saying things that, that if you look at it naturally, it could be offensive. But if you look at it at the spirit behind what I'm saying and what I'm what I'm decreeing it to, then you'll understand. So what I'm saying is this, I got I got close friends that I that I'm gonna have that I'm gonna call later and explain to them what's going on. But I just wanted to tell each and every one of you who are following me on Facebook and Twitter that the, the tweets and the, the Facebook status updates that I'm sending out right now are we're in a spiritual realm. Each and every one of us is a spirit entity having a human experience. And today I'm going to give you a divine intervention. Today's divine intervention is going to come from Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm going to read to you from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Um, I'm going to read to you Ephesians 6, verses 11 through 13. And it states, Put on God's whole armor, the armor of heavy-armed, excuse me, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with the physical opponents, but against the. Let me read, read, make sure I'm reading this to you right. I'm gonna. In fact, let me do this. That piece of, uh, of my paper got blurred. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you from um, another translate. Okay, now I'm gonna go back to the amplified. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna start from the, from the top again. Ephesians six verses eleven through thirteen. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the despot uh, I'm going to skip over that word against the powers and against the the master spirits who we are the world rulers of this present darkness against spirit forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural sphere therefore put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all these the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place so I want to actually read that to you from another translation. I'm going to read it to you from the um, King James translation as well, and I'm going to definitely explain what I'm saying here. Um, and in the King James uh, version, it reads, um, <clears throat> "Excuse me, it reads, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers." against the rulers of the, dark, of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. So what I'm saying is this. A lot of the things that you, you see me discussing now over the course of the last month or so, last month and a half maybe, it has nothing, it has less to do with physical things and more to do with spiritual things. Spiritually, there are a lot of things that dreamers and visionaries face 
that you have to corral, you have to put it in check. You have to let it. You let have to let it know that you understand your God-given ability and your God-given authority and your God-given dominion. And when you're moving forward into the into the life of your dreams, because you know I always tell you the life of your dream is wonderful and you deserve it. When you're moving forward to take the territory for the life of your dreams, you have to be assertive spiritually. Because everything you see happens spiritually before it happens naturally. So you have to be assertive spiritually to take control of things that, that you can't see that are coming against you. And there are a lot of things that, that are being done that you can't see the moment you decide to live the life of your dreams. And you have to be authoritative. You have to be assertive. You can't let anything or anyone that may be, may be in possession of a spirit that would be that would serve to undermine your dreams, undermine your goals, and undermine your visions. You have to be completely focused on the fact that you are God's anointed. You have to be completely focused on the fact that you are put on this earth to impact the world. You are put on this earth to make a major league change. You are the solution to some problem out there right now, and you have to stay focused on that. So what I'm saying is this. You have to make sure that without a shadow of a doubt that when you are walking forward, that you're continually walking forward, that you're continually confessing to everything that's coming against you, the things that you can't see, who you are, the authority that you operate in, and the fact that you are you you know that without a shadow of a doubt that this is yours. I'm, I've just handed you a weapon right there. Go forward to live a life of your dreams, knowing who you are, the authority you operate in, and the fact that this is yours. This is already yours. You've already been promised this. The promises of, of God are yea and amen, which comes down to this. The word yea equates to the word yes. The word amen equates to and it is so. So basically what, what it's saying is that the promises of God, your, the life of your dreams, the, the things that God has placed inside of you to accomplish while you're here on this earth, the answer to those promises, the answer to those visions, the answer to those dreams, the answer to those goals is Confirmed and established. It's already been a confirmed and it's already been established. You can go forward to live a life of your dreams because it's wonderful and you deserve it and God has already stamped, put his stamp of approval on it. So with that in mind, I want everybody who hears my voice now, I want you to stop for a minute. I want you just to stop for a minute. I want you to stop for a second. And I want you to think about anything and anybody who's ever caused you any grief, any harm, any and anybody who's tried to... Sh- Try to sidestep you, or anybody who's tried to shortstep you, anybody who's tried to shortchange you, anybody who's done anything against your vision, against your dreams, against your goals. And right now, I want you to forgive them. Just, to, just right now, forgive anything or anybody who's who's come against your vision. Some, it could be that person that talks about you at your job. It could be your mother when if she wasn't supportive of you when you were coming up. It could be your spouse. It could be anybody, but whoever it is, forgive them. In fact, I'll lead you in it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I forgive any and everybody who has ever done anything to cause adversity to my dreams, to my visions, to my goals. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Father, for allowing me to operate in forgiveness. And And I forgive myself for anything that I've done to cause anybody else any grief, any harm, any setbacks. I move forward from this point forward, knowing that if I can confess this with my mouth, 
that you are faithful and just, Father, to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. So as I'm moving forward to possess the territory that you've given me to possess, that I'll be in right standing with you so that I can have access to your power and your might. People, I just want to do that for you and with you because I know that without a shadow of a doubt, somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere is fighting a battle right now that they just got the answer to. And you're fighting something that you can't see. And it's okay because you're not crazy. You're not a lunatic. You just have to understand what you're fighting against. And once you know what you're fighting against, you understand how to defeat it. And I believe that we today, this moment right here, we just handed you a weapon to defeat the enemy that's coming against your dreams, your visions, and your goals. So stand tall, stand firm, be who you've been called to be. Again, if there's anybody out there who's who's caused you any grief in the uh, in the life of in living the life of your dreams, forgive them, forgive yourself, and move forward because you have a lot of territory to conquer. And again, today we're honoring the legacy of a man who who lived that lifestyle. A nonviolent lifestyle, a lifestyle of forgiveness, a lifestyle of, of of walking in peace, a lifestyle of seeing how you can be of, of service to your fellow man, regardless of if people like you or not. You still have a, a mandate to be of service to your fellow man, because the greatest among you shall be your servant. And today, we're honoring a man who who was one of the greatest people to walk on the face of this planet because he served his fellow man, whether they liked him or not. Because he had a divine assignment. And that's where we are today. We're here to unleash you and unlock your divine assignment. So stay tuned. I'm going to take you to one of our first clips, and then we'll be right back. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. Though I join hands so often with students and others behind jail bars singing it, we shall overcome. Sometimes we've had tears in our eyes when we joined together to sing it, but we still decided to sing it. We shall overcome. No, before this victory is won, some will have to get thrown in jail some more, but we shall overcome. Don't worry about us. Before the victory is won, some of us will lose jobs, but we shall overcome. Before the victory is won, even some will have to face physical death. But if physical death is the price that some must pay to free their children from a permanent psychological death, then nothing shall be more redemptive. We shall overcome. Before the victory is won, some will be misunderstood and called bad names and dismissed as rabble-rousers and agitators. But we shall overcome. And I'll tell you why. We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We shall overcome because Carlisle is right. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome because William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth crushed to earth will rise again. We shall overcome because James Russell Lowell is right. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future, and behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. We shall overcome because the Bible is right. You shall reap what you sow. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do.
do believe we shall overcome. And with this faith, we will go out and adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. And we will be able to rise from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope. And this will be a great America. We will be the participants in making it so. And so as I leave you this evening, I say, walk together, children. Don't you get weary. There's a great cap meeting in the corner. know that you weren't put here just to hold up space and take up air. You were put here to do something dynamic. You were put here to make things better. Everything is created to be a solution to something. Okay? Nobody's life is in vain. There's a, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom. Um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So, your your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when he created you. So, your... So I want you to, I'm just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You, your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you're important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others and you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems so take your worth in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do so that's the segue to my lesson today my lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image seven ways to promote a positive self-image step one Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Which we just talked about in depth. And I can go further with this. You have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we each and every one of us was created in the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So, it's, a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle, and I take it to a, a General Motors dealership. Now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information. But how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that spirit that created us? 
And when you be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that. Hello, and we're back. And I want to do this. If you're out there right now uh, listening live, I want you to call in. The number is 646-929-0665. 646-929-0665. I want you to call in. I want you to just, to, if, if you're out there, uh, call in, press the number one. I want to take live callers tonight and just have everyone say what Dr. King's legacy has meant to you and as a an achiever in this day and age. Um. And I'll start off. I'll tell you like this. I am honored to be able to be uh, able to have a platform of this magnitude where I can honor a, a dynamic visionary, a dynamic dreamer, a dynamic um, man, a dynamic leader. You know, uh, the scripture tells us that the greatest among you shall be your servant. And for a person who was willing to put their life on the line for what they believed in, just so that other people's children could have an opportunity to have a dynamic life, to have to have the human rights that they they were supposed to have from God, the God ordained rights they're supposed to have. You know, irregardless of what, the, what laws may say, but they, there's God ordained rights that each human being should is supposed to have on this earth. You, and to have a person who's willing to put their life on the line so that you and I could actually be on a a, a radio show right now that's being broadcast live across the world right now. You know. Is a possibility that you know if he, Dr. King doesn't do what he does, I'm not able to be in a position I am in right now. So I I am greatly appreciative that he was willing to put his life on the line so that I could have an opportunity to to do what I've been called to do, and that's impact the world through encouragement and through motivation. And I know everybody out there they have a purpose. Everybody out there has a purpose, and I'm thankful that he fulfilled his purpose. So that you and I could could live to see this day, where it didn't matter what color your skin was; it just mattered if you were qualified to do an assignment and qualified to do a job. You know, as we we in the United States of America now, we have our first African American president, uh, which is which will open the door for more and more people of color and, and, and minorities to get opportunities to express the content of their character and not be judged solely on the color of their skin. And I think that's an absolutely phenomenal thing. And I'm so thankful, again, that someone was willing to put their life on the line that never met me, they never knew who I was, but they put their life on the line so that I could be in a position to live, to make an impact in the world that needed my input. So I, I want to... Definitely, you know, a lot of phone lines to be open today, so we're going to do that throughout the show. But uh, we're going to go, we're going to go to our, um, we're going to go to our uh, another motivational moment, and then I'll be right back with you. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to. Um, before you today 
And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I, uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are, we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which is, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one. And I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem. They battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. They they, they struggle to to really find their way in the world. And they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok things like that, and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image, how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you're less than than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know what you are, Nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a part. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a part. That's not, that is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating his likeness image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in his likeness image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe in this universe is very important. So you have to they focus on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your, in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. 
Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation.
I'm not uh, singling out anybody, but I'm, I'm just going to talk about my experience because I know I know my experience. I'm an African American uh, male, and I know that I I am the fourth generation. I'm I'm a fourth generation freed person. That means that five generations ago, my family was was enslaved, and I had to think about all the things that they did, all the things that the, the the, my ancestors, even before them, did all the sacrifices that they made, the, the cruelty that they endured to get here. And if they didn't endure it, you don't hear my voice right now. That's heavy stuff. I think about sacrifices of some of you know the civil rights leaders of the '60s and the '70s. And if they don't do, if they don't sacrifice their lives, if they don't sacrifice something, you don't hear our voices right now. You don't hear my voice right now. So I, I, I say this, never let the sacrifice of someone who does something in love be in vain. Never let the sacrifice of some, someone who does something in love be in, vain, be in vain. What are you going to do with your life that will leave an indelible impact on the world? That's my challenge to you tonight. What are you going to do with your life that leaves an indelible impact on the world? Because there's something you can do. There's something inside of each and every one of us that that once we release it, it empowers countless others. I believe each and every one of us has at least 10 million people who are counting on us to to live the life of our dreams, to go out and, and ignite the world on fire, to take the territory of our dreams. And in doing so, it inspires so many other people to do something that they may have not had the opportunity to do before. Let your life be the light that shines to keep somebody's ship, to keep the ship of somebody's dream from sinking or running run into an iceberg. Let the light of your life shine so brightly that when people see it, that it steers them to the life of their dreams. It steers them to, to the promised land. Let people, when they see your light shining, let them let it let it illuminate so brightly that it, it illuminates hope and it illuminates love and it illuminates peace and it illuminates harmony and it illuminates joy. Let people when they see the light of your life be inspired to go forth no matter what the cost, no matter what happens outside, no matter what people may say. Let people when they see the light of your life be so stirred up in their spirit that they want to be and do and have better, that they seek God's best instead of taking the leftovers. Let people, when they see the light of your life, let them say, you know what? I may not be that person, but there's something great inside of me. And because I see his light, because I see her light, I'm inspired to go after that which is mine. Let people, when they see the light of your life, let people stop and wonder for a second. Is it possible for me? And when they when they take that second just to wonder, is it possible? Let your light continue to shine so brightly that they say, they without a shadow of doubt, they know it is possible for them as well. People, we have so many people looking at our lives every single day. I don't care if you are a maintenance man. I don't care if you are a plumber. I don't care if you are you know, a CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company. I don't care who you are, where you are, what you're doing. You have a light, and it's your responsibility to make sure that light's not dim and make sure that light is, is shining bright. 
so that when people see it, it impacts their life. Tonight, we honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And his light was so bright that it, it shined so brightly that people in other countries took note of him. He was a Nobel Peace Prize winner. This is this is what I'm talking about. Maybe we, maybe each and every one of us won't win a Nobel Peace Prize. Although I definitely want one. I I really do. I really would like to have a Nobel Prize in something. But if if I don't get that award, I still won't expect my light to shine so brightly that somebody's somebody's dreams will come out of darkness. And I can and, and the light from my life can illuminate the path for them to go get what the, what God says is theirs. I'm inspiring you tonight to do the same thing. That's what this legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is all about. It's about letting your light shine as a servant leader. Letting your light shine as a person who loves God so much that you want to see and make sure that everybody who has been put on this earth that has been who has destiny inside of, who has purpose inside of them, that whatever comes to shortchange their destiny, that you can be a beacon of hope. That the light that shines from you can give somebody hope. It changes the whole dynamic of everything. That the light that shines from you gives someone hope. You're someone's hope. Each and every one of you. If you can hear my voice right now, whether you hear me live, whether you hear me on the phone, or whether you hear me on the internet, or whether you're hearing the podcast, you're somebody's light. That's my challenge to you right now. Everybody can hear my voice. My challenge to you is to figure out what you can do to let your light shine even brighter. What can you do to let your light shine even brighter? What can you do right now to let your light shine even brighter so that people, people's lives are impacted, so that somebody doesn't run into the side of the road because it was too dark? Let your light illuminate the path for them. Let your light so shine that people are drawn to their destiny. Illuminate the path of someone's destiny. Illuminate the path of someone's destiny. That's my that's my encouragement to you tonight and, and to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Let your light brighten the path to somebody else. Let them let you don't have to always go to war. You don't always have to fight people. You don't have to always, you know, pull a switchblade down on people. There's a peaceful way to do do many things, do most things. Let your light be the light that, that shines and, and inspires that youth that's lost that everybody will say is lost. Let your light be the one that shines to brighten the path so that they don't have to go and become a statistic. That Because, you know, uh, statistics are, are, are gathered after uh, the third grade. That Whoever fails the third grade accounts for the number of new prisons that get built. Let them not be a statistic. Let your light be the light that, that illuminates and that it, let it be so warm that it melts the ice off their heart, that it gives them the, the hope that it's possible for their dreams to come to pass. And even if they don't have any dreams, let your light inspire them to even look deep inside themselves to find their dream. Let your light shine so brightly that people want what God says is theirs. Because they see you experiencing and, and, and walking in everything that God has for you. Everybody's not called to be Dr. King, but everybody is called to impact the world. Especially what we do with this show, especially the things that I'm doing as a motivational speaker and as a as a as a you know a, a traveling uh, 
encourager, a life coach. I'm taking this show on the road. Let everything that you do impact the world from right where you are. You don't have to. You don't have to. You may never go to China, but you can inspire billions of people over there with one word or one one joint venture. Find people who are who are impacting the world and partner with them, and help them make help them keep their vision up and running. If you don't have a vision, if you have a vision of of doing great things, partner your vision with somebody else's vision and, and help make it even greater. I'm mean, I'm here to inspire you tonight. I'm here to, to to get you to clean the lens on your light, so that your light shines even brighter, and it shines warmer, and then it goes deeper and it goes further. Because there's so many people counting on you right now. They gotta have you win. You gotta win. You have to win. You have your light has to stay warm. Your light has to stay on. Your light has to be has to be bright. I'm here to inspire you tonight. Don't allow anything or anyone to dim your light. Don't let anybody take your light from you. See, we honor Dr. King tonight because he let his light show, so shine, and it shines so brightly that people had to take notice of it. But here's what's so wonderful about it. Even though an assassin's bullet took his life, it didn't take his legacy. He had already laid the foundation of his legacy before he died, before he was assassinated, before he was, before he was untimely ripped from this earth. He had already laid the, the groundwork for a lasting, a, a, a lasting legacy to go before him and, and to go after him. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Create a legacy today of something. Create a legacy today of something. So people, on that note, I want to take you to another. I want to take you to another clip from Dr. King, and then we'll be right back. Folks ask me sometimes uh, why I look so calm. <laughs> they say, all this stuff coming at you, how, how come you just seem calm? And I, I have a confession to make it. There are times where I'm not so calm. <laughs> Reggie Love knows. My wife knows. You know, there are times when progress seems too slow. There are times when the words that are spoken about me hurt. There are times when the barbs sting. There are times when it feels like all these efforts are for naught. And change is, is so painfully slow in coming and and. and and I have to confront my own doubts. But let me tell you, during those times, it's faith that keeps me calm. It's faith that gives me peace. So let us hold fast to that faith. As Joshua held fast to the faith of his fathers, and together we shall overcome the challenges of a new age. Together we shall seize the, mo the promise of this moment. Together we shall make a way through the winter. And we're going to welcome the spring. Through God, all things are possible.
May the memory of Dr. Martin Luther King continue to inspire us and ennoble our world and all who inhabit it. And may God bless the United States of America. Thank you very much, everybody. Going back, that was President Barack Obama's uh, tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King. And, 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 again, you never know how someone inspires you. And just the legacy of Dr. King being a man of faith, being a man who was able to withstand um, a lot of adversity to get his purpose fulfilled has inspired even our president of the United, of the United States of America. Again, like I was saying before, let your light shine. Don't worry about the adversity. Don't worry about anything you have to overcome. Let your light shine because you are guaranteed to be here to do to do something dynamic. Your life is designed to be a solution to something. Nobody's put here by accident. Nobody's put here just to take up space and just to breathe air. You are you have been put here to change the world. Like I said, not all of us will be Dr. King, but all of us have something inside of us that it, once we do it, once we connect to it, We'll change the whole course of the world for somebody. I, look, it's like this. We're all interdependent. We need each other. I need you to be who you are. You need me to be who I am. So my goal, my, my word to you today is go get it. Don't stop. Go get it. Be everything you've been called to be. Go get it. I've got a motivational moment for you, then we'll be right back. You know that complaining is one of the absolute worst things you can do with your time. As a winner, as a champion, as a game changer, your goal is to use your words effectively. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And you must always choose the very, 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 very best words you can because the very best words will create the very best life that you so desire. See, I always have a saying that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But you'll never reach the life of your dreams. You'll never reach your goals. You'll never reach your passions. You'll never accomplish any great thing if you're always whining, complaining, talking about what you don't have, talking about what's not working right, talking about who's against you. Use your words to empower yourself. Use your words to empower your environment. Use your words to empower everything and everyone around you. And guess what? You'll see your environment change. I guarantee it. It's just a matter of you getting your mind focused on the things you do want. And when you focus on the things you do want, you'll start speaking those things out more frequently, more often, and more powerfully. I'm Miles W. Miller, and I'm here to encourage you. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Hello, we're back. That was just a quick motivational moment. Uh, we've got some new motivational moments coming out uh, very soon. That's one of the newer ones. Uh, I know you've been hearing some of the older ones, but this is we've got some new things coming. God's doing some new things with us, so we're doing new things uh, in this new year. I want to encourage you this. You, I want you to reach out to me. Reach out to me at uh, online at facebook.com slash mileswmiller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. Or you can reach me uh, via Twitter, twitter.com slash mileswmiller. Or you can reach me at MySpace, myspace.com slash mileswmiller. Also, feel free to email me. You can email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R 
And also, I want you to consider becoming a partner with me. I want you to partner with this program, partner with the things we're doing here. We're doing some dynamite stuff, and I'm looking forward to taking this show on the road. I'm looking forward to taking this show to the world on a greater scale. And it's going to take the help of each and every one of you to make this happen. So I want you all to email me. If you're interested in being a partner with me, email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com, and I'll send you out all the details And because I'm looking forward to having to just partnering with you to do some dynamite things this year. 2011 is going to be an absolutely phenomenal year, and we're going to take the world by storm. So, again, I thank you all for coming out tonight. This, is, this has been a labor of love for me. Again, I love – being able to empower you and to inspire you and to just encourage you to, to go live a life of your dreams. Look, the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. I'm here to also to, to give you the key to the realm of possibility. And the key to the realm of possibility is that if thou can believe that all things are possible to them that believe. See, with man, things may be impossible. With God, all things are possible. So if you want to operate in the realm of possibility, you're operating in the place where God dwells. So understand this. You have something inside of you right now that when you use it, it'll impact the world. You've been put here to be a solution. And, and, and honoring the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I, want, I encourage you to find out what that thing is that you've been put here to do. And do it better than anybody else could possibly do it. Do it with everything you have inside of you. Let it consume you. Let it let let that divine purpose that God has placed inside of you come forth in such a dynamite way that it impacts the world. Listen, people, I want you to hear me out on this. I love you. I'm praying for you. I believe God's absolute best for you. For my friends and my listeners in Detroit, I'll be in Detroit, Michigan on January twenty seventh. That is Thursday, January twenty seventh at six thirty. To, for the Manifest Destiny Conference, I am bringing along with me some dynamite powerhouses, um, some just phenomenal speakers. And then we're going to have a great night. It's going to be a night of networking and encouragement. Uh, I'm bringing with me uh, Mr. Eddie Connor. You've heard him on the show before. He's a, a, a now a 13-year cancer survivor. Uh, he, he overcame juvenile uh, cancer, and he, he's here today to, 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 pre- to preach and teach a message of being purposed to persevere. Also, I'm bringing along with me um, my friend, my sister, uh, Karen Donald, she's going to be uh, talking about how to how she overcame many of life's ills to become a, a dynamite woman, and she's going to present a hundred percent woman to to the to the audience as well. I'm bringing also filmmaker, Mr. Mike McCleary, who uh, who is the um, the director and, and, and creator of Anything But Ordinary, which was a story that chronicled the lives of, of quote-unquote, ordinary people who do extraordinary things. And this was a project that he wanted to do, that he just wanted he just wanted to do it. He stepped out and did it. He had no filmmaking experience when he did this film. And now he's actually he's been able to live the life of his dreams because he stepped out on his faith. And, then I'm, and, and I'm bringing along with me also – the fearless entrepreneur, uh, Ms. Shanari Williams, who's, who has a story of, of overcoming odds as well to be a dominant person in business and finance. She has a She's absolutely a financial guru. I, I actually work with her personally on a lot of things, a lot of my financial uh, um, things for my business, and she's she knows her stuff, She's and she's truly an inspiration for uh, young, successful entrepreneurs out there 
male or female. She's a, she's a, a true example of, of, of just tenacity in, in action. You don't want to miss it. And also, I'm going to close out the event. I'm going to be talking about championship living. And we're going to have an absolutely phenomenal night. We're bringing, like I said, we got a whole bunch of people coming out. It's going to be an absolutely phenomenal time. It's going to be at the International Institute of Metropolitan Detroit in um, 11 East Kirk, excuse me, 111 East Kirby Street in uh, downtown Detroit. And you're going to see more information about this online. But I want you to just, I want to put that in your, in your spirit. You're going to see a lot of things coming out about it this week. And I just I want you to be there. If if you're in Detroit, if you're in the Midwest, I want you to be there. Meet me meet me in Detroit, January 27th uh, at 6:30 p.m. And for each and every one of you out there, understand this: I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm believing God for His absolute best for you. And without a shadow of a doubt, I'll see you next week. But I want to leave you with something. I want to leave you with my motto and my mantra. My mantra and my motto: Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Tonight, I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory 